Welcome back to Go Gaddis Real Estate Radio right here on AM 920 The Answer. I'm Cleve Gaddis. In this segment, Winona Park Indicator we, is being featured in our neighborhood spotlight. Also, we've got a little history about the month of June for those of you who are interested in the history of June and is using the equity in your home to pay off credit card debt a good idea. You're listening to Go Gaddis Radio. You can connect with us at gogaddisradio.com. You can ask questions. You can make comments. You can push back. You can share ideas. You can request your neighborhood be featured in our neighborhood spotlight. And you can also subscribe to our podcast. Our Each week, we pick one specific Metro Atlanta neighborhood to call out critical changes to help you understand as a homeowner in that neighborhood how you might have a particular advantage. And this week, we have picked... Winona Park in Decatur, from downtown Decatur, take south. Candler Road past Agnes Scott College. The neighborhood is on the left, if you're understanding, if you are familiar with that area. In 2019, the average sales price of a home in Winona Park was $698,000. 27 homes sold. They took 52 days on average. They went from a low sales price of $330,000 up to a high sales price of $1.25 million. That is such a beautiful area. I've got a daughter who just graduated from nursing school, University of Tennessee, who's going to be working at the Emory University Hospital, and I would love for her to be able to have a place down in that area so she could live a little bit closer. In 2020, the average sales price, 731000 which is a $33,000 increase. 2020 over 2019, there were 34 homes that sold in an average of 60 days. Interestingly, from 2019 to 2020, the time it took to sell a house in that area actually went up, which I think is unusual. That low price was 416000 high price 1.1 million. Sales price to list price ratio 98.4%, which means sellers decreased their list price 1.6% to entice a buyer into going under contract. In 2019, that was 1.7%, so they stayed about the same. In 2021, there were 38 homes sold. Now, there's about 700 homes in the neighborhood, which means a market that is in balance would be somewhere between 35 and 49 homes, between 5 and 7% of the homes in the neighborhood. Average sales price increased another almost $30,000 to $757,000. They went from a low of $361,000 up to a high of $1.225 million. Average sales price to list price ratio 99.1% which means sellers are having to discount their homes 0.9% to entice a buyer into going under contract. There are currently three homes available for sale in the neighborhood at an average list price of $986,000. Those range from a low of $699 up to a higher $1.485 million. That means there's 1.24 months' worth of inventory, which means it should take about five weeks, 1.24 months, about five weeks for those three homes to go under contract after they are listed. Again, I mentioned earlier there's about 700 homes in the neighborhood. The low price during the recession was $370,829. Interestingly, it crept up a little bit in 2010, a little bit more in 2011, and then was kind of off to the races starting in 2012. That is not unusual. In most areas of Metro Atlanta, the low price was 2011. Uh, in many areas of Atlanta, Atlanta, things that are inside the perimeter, uh, those values started to recover first. So it does not surprise me that the, the low price was set in 2009. But the average sales price, 370829 compared to the 757762 today, which means homeowner equity in that neighborhood has increased $270 million. 
$270 million, really $271 million. The schools are the elementary schools, Winona Park, Tally Street. The middle school is Renfro, and the high school is Decatur. Decatur High School gets a school chimp score of, I believe, 100. It's a great school in a great area. If you are the type of parent that doesn't want to monkey around with your kid's education or the school's effect on home values, you need a school chimp report. Go to gogaddisradio.com, G-O-G-A-D-D-I-S, radio.com. Click on School Chimp. Put in a little bit of information. You can either compare one Metro Atlanta high school to the average of all Metro Atlanta high schools or one Metro Atlanta high school to another Metro Atlanta high school. And um, I think you would be impressed with the level of information. It is a proprietary report, the only place you can get it. It's through Go Gaddis Radio at gogaddisradio.com or at schoolchimp.com. And it, it offers a very, very accurate rating or ranking of the schools in Metro Atlanta and also gives you a lot of the real estate and demographic information, what percentage of the homes are owner-occupied versus renter-occupied, um, what's the educational attainment of parents, what's the average household income in the area, all of this information, plus average sales prices, um, average days on the market, total market for houses, total size of houses on a per high school district standpoint. So some very, very good information. If you are looking for a home to purchase and you feel like you're showing up a day late and a dollar short, you're always a couple of days behind the winning buyer. You find a home online, you go take a look at it, you put in an offer. The agent says, oh, we went under contract two days ago. It could be that you're looking on the wrong website and you're looking on the site that pulls listings from the same sites that all of the listing services or that all of the websites do. My suggestion is that you consider searching on suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com. Um, it pulls listings from the first multiple listing service and the Georgia multiple listing service, and it might be just the ticket to helping you find listings that other people are not finding. Now, a little bit problematic because you have to see two of most listings, but when you find a listing and there's only one of them, that could be magic. Go to um, suremls.com, S-U-R-E-M-L-S.com, or you can call us at 770 497 Zero, 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 zero. A little bit about June history and holidays. I will tell you one interesting fact about the month of June. I'm not sure anybody's going to care about this, but it matters to me, is that it's my birthday. I was born June 16th in 1968. I was born on Father's Day, a little cool Cleve Gaddis trivia. My sister was born on Mother's Day three years prior. But in many of our shows, we try to share some trivia and, uh, and a lot of times it's information about the month we're in. June is the month of summer, sun, flowers, and no school. That is if you live in the northern hemisphere. In the southern hemisphere, it's winter in June. Try that on for size for just a second. June is the sixth month of the year, but it wasn't always. Julius Caesar modified the Roman calendar by dividing the year into 12 months, adding two months. The Julian calendar moved June from the fourth month to its current position. June also derives its name from the goddess Juno, who is or was Jupiter's wife. The longest day of the year is in June. The summer solstice ushers in astrological summer on June 20th or 21st. June's full moon is called the strawberry moon. June's zodiac signs are Gemini and Cancer. I'm a Gemini. Not that that matters. June's birth flowers are rose and honeysuckle. Both flowers represent love, devotion, and generosity. And if you're born in June, your birthstones are pearl, alexandrite, and moonstone. I have always thought June, uh, pearl was my birthstone. 
There is no other month on the calendar that begins on the same day of the week as June. Whoa, that's interesting. Notable people born in June, Marilyn Monroe, Paul McCartney, Vince Lombardi, Helen Keller, and Pearl S. Buck. The June beetle is a type of bug that's only seen during the month of May and June in the United States. It's named after the month of June. June beetle is a common name for these insects. They live on the young leaves of trees and plants. Um, I used to work for a company that sprayed and fertilized trees and shrubs, and I'm trying to think of the name of the beetle. We don't call it a June beetle here in Georgia. The United States celebrates Flag Day on June 14th, and June is an exciting month for sports fans, NBA Finals, the Stanley Cup Finals. The NBA also hosts its draft in June. Baseball's in full swing. So lots of cool things to know about the month of June. If you are looking to sell your home anytime in the next three to six months, take advantage of our seller confidence plan. You need to know your options. Just give us a call, 770-497-0000, and we will go through all of the options you have to make sure you're fully in the know and you can make the best decisions possible before you decide to move forward. Are you struggling to pay off credit card debt and not making a dent in your balances because of the rise in interest rates recently? Would you be relieved to know that a home equity line of credit may still be an option? In many cases, I'm very conservative when it comes to borrowing money against a home, but sometimes you're paying 18, 16, 21% interest on a credit card, and you can have that same amount on a home equity line of credit and pay much less interest. Now, it does put your home ownership in risk when you do that, so it doesn't come without its risks. Margaret and Tom and Marietta asked a question based on our current home value. We have lots of equity and wondered if it's a good idea to use the equity to pay off higher interest rate credit card charges, even with the rise in rates. And many people, as you well know, struggle to pay off credit card debt. You know, interest accumulates each month, and sometimes it is just overwhelming. A lot of people have to juggle multiple credit cards with different minimum payments and due dates, and sometimes that can be overwhelming. And then certainly missing a due date can lead to fees and possible damage to your credit score. If you've lived in a home for several years, you may have built up a large amount of equity, and you might be able to use some of that equity to pay off your credit card debt. If you have a substantial credit card balance with high interest rates, a home equity line of credit to pay them off might make sense. My suggestion for you, uh, and this is specifically for Margaret and Tom in Marietta, is that you talk to a local bank. Home equity lines of credit are given by local banks. They're typically not given by mortgage companies, even though Bank of America, Wells Fargo might do home equity lines of credit and mortgages. They sell the mortgages off to somebody else, and they keep their home equity lines of credit. And why don't you find out how a home equity line of credit works? Now, if you, and this is me lecturing you where I shouldn't be, but please just humor me for just a second. If you have 20000 in credit card debt, you get a home equity line of credit for the $20,000. do not start paying less money because now you have to pay less money. Make it a goal to get that $20,000 paid off as quickly as possible. So, so let's say you go from an average of 14% interest on your credit cards to a 6% interest on a home equity line of credit. Figure out how much additional you should be paying. So you should be paying the same amount that you were paying at the 14% when you have the 6% rate. We're going to take a Actually, we're not going to take a break. This is the end of this segment. And we'll be back next sat this segment and this show will be back next Saturday at nine o'clock, and we hope you will join us then. Thanks for listening, Atlanta.